like, nope, I take my boat out on the water and I eat bagels for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, not bad. <laughs> Thank God. Sean, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Chris, are, are, are you recording already? Yeah, we're going. Uh, oh, oh, uh, I let's, yeah, let's get started then. Yeah. yeah. I'm being recorded. <laughs> yes, that's our intro. I messed up. <laughs> you messed up. We're recording. No, that's okay. All right, now we're here. All right. Oh, God, that's our intro. That's it. That's all you need to know. Jeff's here. Hi, Jeff. What's up? Perfect. So we have Jeffrey here. Um, Jeffrey Sternhouse. He is my brother, as you may know, but nobody seems to know that, which is hilarious. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, Jeff, you just put out a sampler and we wanted to kind of dissect that and go into like the background of what you did to make this sampler, because it's something, something else that most people are missing from their samplers. So I think that it would be really good to go over. Plus it fucking blows most people out of the water and you're like, what did you say about it? That what's coming out after this? My next sampler you're saying? Yeah. You said, Um... you said... I don't even remember you were like you were like man I there were so many things I wanted to do that I just couldn't do there's like how many injuries did you say you had during this period um I was mainly dealing with a groin injury so it kept coming back because I'm I need to learn how to sideswipe like a tricker and I can't do it without hurting myself so I hurt my groin a few times during this one and then I've had like some minor ankle injuries and stuff so probably like two or three over the course of this one and how long did it take you to make this six months <laughs> nice dude that's oh, actually it's honestly a short time I, I feel like most people take like a year at least to make a sampler sometimes more uh, and and then it's still like pretty basic and yours is like fucking dope so uh yeah uh is there anything sean you want to ask first or anything that you want to share jeff about the sampler before we just get started breaking down clips uh, you brothers are too similar getting groin injuries. <laughs> I just want to say that I did it first. <laughs> we you got too much me. groin, my guy. <laughs> Not enough to go around. <laughs> no, too much, too much to control. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh, no! <laughs> Mike Guthrie over here with this fucking schlong. I can't. Yeah, every time. <laughs> <laughs> Slap it on the table for us, man. Come on. <laughs> God. Well, I'm glad we were able to uh, share those things before we started breaking down the sampler. So uh, now, <laughs> all right, let's get started. Oh, man, that is. Four K. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's recorded on my end, so it's probably going to look a lot better. Okay. Yeah, it looks a lot better on his end. It will not look good on our end. I will tell you that now. But watching it by ourselves, like the first time I watched it because it dropped, I saw it and I was like, ooh, got to watch this. Oh, God. It, this is a fire sampler. Yeah. Thank okay. So, so already so far, what I want to ask you is where were, where were those clips taken? Because I don't know that area. It looks like um, yeah, it was actually Hudson. It's at this like baseball field. Um, I can't remember the park. We okay. Call it the Castle Park. 
Yeah. Okay. I know where that is. So yeah. well, regardless of that, what that reminded me of is how fucking often you're training. So let's talk about that first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I try and train as much as I can. I mean, I have to drive over to the cities every time I want to train, um, which is usually like 45 minutes or more of a drive each session. So, and there's usually like three, three sessions a week that I go to. Um, and then during the summer, I'm just trying to find like the softest grass that I can. And that was like, I kind of found that place at the end of summer too. So it was nice to be able to train there every day that I could before work. And then, yeah, just like warm up every day with like 20, 30 minutes of tricks and then go to work, come home, go to sesh and repeat. Nice. Yeah. So here finding soft grass is not easy <laughs> it's not grass here your guys' yeah. house was always very prickly <laughs> it was so bad it wasn't even real grass but yeah that's a good idea because they actually take care of the baseball field grass but yeah i mean so like for anyone who like kind of <laughs> understood jeff's right hey, if you enjoy our content and you want to show some support make sure you follow us on spotify and instagram our instagram tag is the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast just make sure to go on there just shout out like old episodes that you liked, anything about the new episodes. You can comment on any of them. We would really appreciate it. And if you do end up wanting to go a step further, just become a supporter. All you have to do is follow the link in the description in any of our episodes that we've published. And you can also go under the about section in our Spotify homepage. You can do as little as 99 cents a month. Any amount that you guys support us is going to help us build a better podcast and help build better trickers around the world understood Jeff's roundabout answer there that's like seven days a week of tricking plus the three sessions of hard training a week on top of that so yeah yeah that's that's a total of 10 sessions three of them being extremely hard seven of them being basics and potent like uh, you know with your basics constantly increasing on grass like because in the sampler we see massive grass tricks that like literally you can't tell the difference between you training on grass or, or on um on spring floor no not really at all. <laughs> I mean, I guess big shout out, here. big shout out to Jacoby though. He's the one who got me into it. Into grass tricking. Well, not to grass tricking, but like, he was the one who got me into training every day. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you haven't had any like uh, negative side effects from that? No, that's. <laughs> I started tricking every day because it was helping my body more. Oh, that's great. Okay. That yeah. is actually really good. Oh, the iconic IHOP. Oh god, I hopped up. <laughs> I remember when that dropped and everybody was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> flyaways. Is that the okay. secret session spot? Is that flyaways? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that a secret session spot? Like I don't get it. <laughs> okay, I mean, perfect. Really so like, it's not like super secret. Well, when Christmas have to be good though. Breaking the fourth wall when Chris was up here, he was like, Yeah, so we're going to the secret session spot tonight. I was like, Oh, was like, where is that? Like, it's a secret no, that was, that was at this place. That was at, um, what is this one called? Midwest? Midwest. Midwest, yeah. That was at Midwest during the pandemic. That was the secret oh, spot. Yeah. Uh, I never got to go to Flyways. Yeah, you Man. did. You were there. Well, you were there when you visited. Yeah, when I visited, but I mean, like, I never consistently went ever. I've only been like once or twice now. No, that's a new thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically what I want to talk about now, so we just saw those clips run through. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on with these? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just like, 
when I was putting it together, I had just a bunch of clips that <laughs> I mean, I mean, the first half of this, <laughs> the first half of this sampler is kind of all like that, where it's just a bunch of like weird bullshit clips put together and like just a bunch of like when we set up our cameras at session and people would just go in front of it and bullshit around and you know it's hilarious and I like to put that in there because it you know I like to go in on that and I think yeah. it's important to have fun at the session. Oh yeah, it's like fun candid moments. Like why not include that? There's always that happening. People just don't like to include it for some reason. I think it's great. Right, exactly. Well, or they want to include it and they don't have those organically created. But I think what I wanted to really share about your sampler was like the idea of having those moments at session and having those moments with people. And it's like not forced at all. They're like, that's just your normal thing that constantly mm-hmm. happens. And like, those are like genuine friends that like are a part of the tricking community, but like are your community, regardless of the tricking community. I think that's what's so important because what I found when I moved down to Colorado was that there was all these little clicks and I didn't necessarily fit in anywhere. And it was just like, like you have to not expect to have, like everyone thinks that the whole thing is all encompassing and it's just not. And it creates these like moments where you think that everybody is like, really good friends like maybe from the outside you see it that way and like everyone is very nice to each other but I think that there is like a limit to the kindness and I think that you showing these clips like shows you that there is a deeper level but you just have to be like accepting of that and like not put up that boundary that it feels like everybody seems to and like this sampler really kind of like embodies that feeling of the older samplers that like those Phil Gibbs samplers and those other samplers that with the really old-timey vibe those first ones that first came out and it had those like wholesome vibes and those pure vibes that this one has and it's because Mm -hmm. of those clips and because of like your view on tricking which i think is you know correct me if i'm wrong but you enjoy the movement and you enjoy the movement with people you enjoy being with and it has nothing to do with the fact that there's a community and i think i'm in a very lucky situation too because like as you said like colorado and you know some other places in the u.s have a lot of like really big tricking communities and people definitely do fit in there but like when you boil it down how many other small groups are there and I'm lucky up here in in Wisconsin and Minnesota because our group is already so small that we get to know each other so well there's no weird like barriers between anyone because it's just such like a there's only a handful of us so um you know and like the other people in here that um like I don't know or that I don't train with, like, they still mean a lot because they came and found me. I didn't honestly really have to go out of my way to, like, get to know them. They kind of, they came to me. And then from that, we formed, you know, these relationships that are more important so than, you know, other people in the community that we I get along with. But, you know, there's already a bond that's created there. And I right. think a lot of it is definitely just, um luck based in a way yeah but I mean it's also like you have that right point of view I think it's really interesting to look at it the way you are in the sense that you know you're yes movement brings us all together and we have that thing in common with all of the other trickers but at the same time like there is that level of like you can't be weird or like there's an expectation of like professionalism because you are really only acquainted with these people and like you only know the one thing that you have in common and like maybe over time you start to get to know them better but they're still like despite the fact that we're all sleeping together on the same floor 
like like you know or like you know all eating fast food together and like treating our bodies like shit for that short amount of time that is like gathering <laughs> and then like going out there and throwing down together like and staying up all night and that kind of thing like yes you get close but it's like over that short amount of experience it's not because of having other things in common or like you never have like the ups and the downs you just have the ups and i think that with yeah, these people right. you're having the ups and the downs and i think that's what makes like such a really tight-knit group and like I think that's what we really need to lean into, into in tricking. Like, I think those clicks are allowed, but I think that like everyone could kind of, you know, benefit if we understand that like uh, ups and downs existed, you know, and like accept people for that and like enjoy the sport as it is, but also like people for who they are. And I think that that's being missed right now in the community. Yeah. yeah I think that's something that Instagram has created too, in a way, like not to take it too far off topic, but like, I think that the Instagram and like Facebook, kind of makes it that way because people only see the good side of people and i think you know it creates this sense of like um i don't want to say fakeness but like you know over instagram or just social media in general people try to present themselves as perfect yeah like they like i heard this really cool quote like you don't you don't how do you say it i'm not who i think i am and i'm not who you think i am i am who you think i think you think I am. <laughs> so whatever <laughs> I think you think is who I am. Sounds <laughs> like the uh. right. Like like if you think a certain way, I don't know that. But the way I think you think of me is the way that I will present myself because I want to fit the mold that you are creating, or that I think you're creating. Right. So it's the yeah. same idea. Is what you're saying, but it's it was a cool quote. You know, I just like the repetitiveness, but it, like if you dig into it, it means a lot. It's very cool. Yeah, it's sort of a guessing game. Right, exactly. Go off of Instagram and social media, and then if you guess, then you're just limiting yourself so so much. Right. Yeah, especially in seeing if people are even genuine or not. Right. Like that doesn't happen as much anymore. Well, but but people—that's the thing—and people don't want to come across as disingenuous, so they just do less. And then when they do less, then that's where this awkward air comes from that I, that I constantly am seeing in this new like tricking community that it wasn't necessarily there when I was like in a smaller group back in, uh, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota area, or even like when I travel around and like, I meet up with groups that isn't a gathering, but I'll meet up with people or they'll come meet up with me and we'll hang out. You get a much better, um, you know, connection with these people than you would in a large group setting. And I think that that's what's missing from a large group setting that could still, you know, be applied. Um, it's just like something that you need to consciously, like everyone needs to consciously focus on. Um, right. But yeah, so I'm glad that we were able to talk about that because that's definitely something I wanted to mention in the sampler uh, because yeah, it's super one minute cool. into the sampler. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to it. So what about these concrete tricks? Tell us, tell us about this. How hard was it to make yourself do this shit? Um, so like the, the first concrete or like hard floor dub dub that I did, um, honestly, I don't even remember where it was. I, I don't know if it was the IHOP one. Oh yeah, it was, it was actually outside of IHOP. Right. And, I remember that. Um, I was at that gathering with you. Yeah. So I did that and I actually ended up trying concrete triple cork and it was like four in the morning and <laughs> I landed, <laughs> I landed flat on my ass. Four in the morning. <laughs> It didn't go as planned. I'll just say that. <laughs> Is that yeah, the one so, where you fell right on your ass? Yep, right in front of a bunch of strangers. And uh, <laughs> they were ow. like, what the fuck just happened? They thought you literally just had no idea what you were doing and you were just like hucking yourself because that's probably what it looked like. That's because that's what I was doing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so that ended up happening. And at the next gathering at this IHOP, um, I think it was 
Cameron Hendrickson that had brought it up. He's like, you got to do dub dub in the IHOP. And we were all just sessioning in this IHOP and we were moving tables out of the way. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to dub dub here. So then that was one of the first ones in the video. And after that, it's just kind of like a, a routine at this point. You know, if there's somewhere that I like, I'll just dub dub. You know, kind of makes that's, it a that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then like the, the concrete triple cork, that's a crazy one, man. I mean, like this this triple cork is so crazy. That yeah, rebound is that. just wild. That's out the outside auditorium, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's the band show, wild. It's pretty. That cool. was funny. See, the hard part for me would actually be like, I mean, obviously the whole thing is difficult, but like planting your hand on the concrete, it's like such a terrible reminder that you're on concrete, but also it's like, it's cold, (laughs) it's like hard and rough, and like, it's just like one more thing you have to think about as you're taking off, and like, when you're doing the setup, it's got to be perfect, because everything's in the setup, so like, that little piece of information is just like, ah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, on that, that took, that took me two tries, so the first one, I did it and I touched my hand and I was like that was way closer than I thought I was gonna get and then oh, what? <laughs> I thought I was gonna land on my face why would you ever you're like if you don't land and you go oh that's closer than I thought I'd be you're on fucking concrete what are you doing <laughs> I don't know I was like I was like all right well I guess I'm gonna do it and I I didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing so I sent it again and on that I did land but my right foot came down so hard that I, I bruised my bunion on my foot. <laughs> yeah, see, dude, like nobody gets to see that stuff because it just looks like you did it perfectly and you have all this adrenaline and you're hyped and you won't feel this until like an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does my foot hurt so bad? Oh yeah, I kicked the concrete. <laughs> Pretty much. That's why it's never worth it. That's why I like, I hate grass tricks even. Like I'll, I'll go train. Uh, I'm actually much better at it now. Like over the summer, I did a lot more grass tricks and like, I just had to basically like reel it in and be like, oh, I'm not training, you know, marathon combos that end with dub dub or like massive swing chains. And then I was like much better at grass tricking and I didn't have pain for weeks afterwards. It just <laughs> needed to like chill out on grass and go hard in the gym. But it doesn't fucking matter for you, I guess. <laughs> well, it was funny because I posted something about it on, I don't remember if it was Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. And Aspen Tree actually responds to it. And he's like, yeah, I, I, the thing I put on my story was I'm never doing concrete tricks again. And it was like a picture of my foot afterwards. And it was like black and blue. Yeah. And Aspen's like, yes, you will. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> Damn it. Called my bluffs. Yeah, he called yeah, you he, out. You got me. <laughs> God. I mean, still, that's nuts that, like, your first triple cork outside is at 4 a.m. just randomly. And you're like, yeah, I could try that. Like, why not? Yeah, that's insane. Peer pressure. That's what it was. Oh, geez, that was such a good dub-dub, too. In front of Waffle House. <laughs> I love Waffle House. Dude, your car dub-dub is so good on, on hard floor. It looks way I better than on, on, like, spring floor. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> your spring floor ones are so burnt. I don't know how you even pull them. There's way more at stake on these on concrete. So you, you had, you're like, I have to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like half of these clips from the first half of the sampler was like in a day. I just went downtown with my little brother and I was like, you want to videotape for me? He's like, yeah, sure. So we were downtown for like three hours just videotaping tricks. Oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah, yeah I feel like sick. Brody would be up for like everything. Oh, yeah, he's pretty God. chill. <laughs> I gotta get one of those nicer knee braces. Wait, I am still. It didn't even look like you in that vest. That's so funny. That was actually terrifying. That dub dub was. With the vest on, did it cover your face? Because I would lose my. <laughs> I felt like my like I couldn't even tell where I was. Like I I could see, but my whole body was like just waving around. <laughs> That's how I feel twenty four seven. Yeah, dude. There's so many concrete tricks in here. Oh yes, I remember when you said this. Yeah. That was like okay, so. One of my girls actually um, went to school and graduated the same year you did. And she was oh, like, really? oh my God, did you see this? And I was like, yes, I already saw it. I already liked it. <laughs> I was brother about it. She's like, it would, no one, ex- it, it was crazy. I was like, yes, I know it's crazy. <laughs> She's like, you went out of nowhere. <laughs> you did it so fucking casually too. It's hilarious. I know. You're just like, yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It was honestly very terrifying. Like, that ramp is extremely small. It's, like, probably right. shoulder width is all it was. And I'm and surprised was- you didn't, like, break through it, too, because it's, like, what made a cardboard. Like, it's the crabbiest thing. thick. <laughs> yeah, it was scary. Like, and I was so shocked, be- like, for myself, because I thought I was going to fall in front of the whole school. So I did it, and I landed, and I actually almost fell over. And when because I you through, only you only land things when you're perfect. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> that's like a Jeff like, meme. That if you don't know Jeff, like he falls if he like isn't standing up perfectly. If he, yeah. otherwise you just you can't cl- you have no clutch. <laughs> Zero clutch ability whatsoever. Yeah. So oh, <laughs> after the backflip, I I walked up to go shake the principal's hand, and I was supposed to like grab a fake diploma from him like in front of everyone and I didn't even grab it I just shook his hand and walked off because I was like in such shock from the backflip that I landed it and then I just like walked away and I'm like he's still holding it he's like all right whatever <laughs> probably, like, that's no, fake, I know <laughs> it was funny that is so funny you can't even tell I didn't know that you didn't even grab it it's funny oh, and no. they weren't mad at you the teachers weren't upset no they're like yo you're supposed to grab that I'm like okay well no, I'll but they weren't. They didn't care about the backflip. Well, okay. Well, they told us not to do it. They're like, "You can't do anything to make yourself stand out." And I'm like, "Bro, what?" Bet. <laughs> what? I just wouldn't. You were like, "You're like, wait, that made me stand out." I thought everyone could do that. <laughs> it's so natural for me. Those cash. I do. I do triples. I was just like, I just was walking, and yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I thought I was falling backwards. I'm so sorry. I didn't catch myself. I was yeah, in as much shock as you guys. <laughs> Oops, I accidentally hit chest on leg day. My bad. <laughs> God. Oh, the, the next iconic dub when you were and that was actually at the that was the same girl. <laughs> Jesus Sawyer. She was at that party. <laughs> so where where Jeff did that dub in the random like hotel looking apartment area? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn, there's too much here. Oh, Al, I'm pretty sure the flippers don't taste good, but you know, they don't. I also know that they don't. (laughs) How many? Okay, so how many attempts in were you on that, or was that that like your first attempt of the day? Um, yeah, I think so. Like, I honestly wasn't feeling good that day, and I was like, 
I want this. And so like I sent it and I clearly ate shit and I was seeing colors and stuff afterwards. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, you were definitely you probably had a concussion. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I probably shouldn't do that again. And then yeah, that was pretty bad. I haven't sent I haven't sent it since. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like also why I'm not worried about MMA at all because I did this stuff and I've gotten concussions. I still even have chipped teeth from this because I've I've clashed my teeth together and chipped my teeth. I don't know if you remember that day, but I was working on literally cheat sevens and I got lost and I smacked my knee against my chin. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I still look. I still have fucking chipped teeth from it, but. <laughs> um yeah but like that's why i'm like not even scared because i cannot imagine like it getting knocked out is gonna be any worse than this like i've been i've been concussed i've chipped my teeth i've done all this shit like it, this is just like slowly killing me way more <laughs> and like getting knocked out you're just like okay now i take a break <laughs> like it's just done like i don't know this just seems worse to me tricking just seems so much physically worse <laughs> hey, it's over your head Oh, that's all that matters. people back some pull-ins and double backs in my time and oh man that's some scary stuff to watch yeah you could have died <laughs> it's like a giant ice skate <laughs> yeah. i use it as my I use it as my kickstand i could just go and i stop yeah there's actually <laughs> no hands in the floor <laughs> great <laughs> No, oh, jeez. <laughs> I remember seeing that. <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't uh, assume you were going to be that close to the car door, and then you saw it mid-backflip, and you were like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely – I thought I was dead. <laughs> Ooh. I'm assuming – did you get lost in some of those skills, or was it just like you knew that you needed to bail? Because getting lost um, is the worst feeling. Some of them I got lost. That one I definitely did. Um on the quad on tramp i wasn't lost i just like hit the side so hard that i just like flung into the net and i really couldn't do anything i couldn't do anything about it yeah i know right i literally had just fixed it that day too (laughs) (laughs) i was about to say there's a couple times we've been we've all been on that trampoline where all of a sudden you go flying one way and you're like oh man if that net wasn't there i would have been dead long ago if that was if we did not have a net Those are some nice mats. Kind of want them. Now I'm thinking of the gym and I'm like, ooh, man, I can. Yeah, you got way better at G switches, dude. I know. It's a. You just got to do them a lot, I guess. Yeah, dude, it's my favorite trick for sure. I can't wait till I can hit one to triple cork again. I'm so close. Like that? Yeah, like that. Yes. You land those so good. Like your feet are so close together. I always land with my feet apart. I've told Chris for a long time you have way better twisting tech than him. <laughs> Everyone is really surprised. Like I'll I'll get DMs a lot about like, oh, how do you twist and stuff? And I'm like, honestly, it, it just really came naturally. And I think it's because like I repped it on trampoline so much. And I think it just from doing it on tramp, I think it just kind of formed into that. Yeah, I think that's what it was too. And like you don't train um variations really. I think you do no, way I mean, more just high high value twisted. True. Like if I do variations, my legs will still come together afterwards and before. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, twisting just comes naturally to me, honestly. See, but people DM me about they go, How do you twist? They, all the time. But it's because I do it like so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like, how the fuck are you doing? I still this? wonder. 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, triple core tech is like about here with the arms. <laughs> You'll want to make two right angles with your arms. <laughs> exactly. So that you can keep pushing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Plus, like, one thing I'm definitely jealous of is, like, the height of your kicks. Like, Jesus, they come out high. <laughs> you said that at the wrong time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but very true. Yeah, your dub-dubs, dude, are so good. And you've done dub-dub-dub how many times now? Quite a few. Um, yeah, more, more than I can count. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I still, still need to hit that. I still will. Still not very consistent, but... We're getting there. Classic TDR to or car wheel to TDR. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that you made that a thing. Remember, guys, I can't side swipe. That's, that's my replacement. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I keep getting up because my dog keeps pawing up the door and then wanting to go out and then coming back in. <laughs> Classic doggo. Ah, yeah. Don't forget to follow us on the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast on Instagram. And C-H-R-I-S-P-Y underscore T-R-I-X. That's Crispy Tricks on Instagram. And I also have another YouTube channel, Tricks Fix, T-R-I-X space F-I-X for more tutorials and other things. And we'll see you guys next time.